All right. Welcome back, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope you all had a really good New Year's. 2022 in the fucking yes. future. <laughs> Looming away. It's Ooh. really weird. Yeah. Have Happy you had to write New down year. 2022 yet? No, but as soon as it ticked over to yeah. 2022, I was like, this does not feel right. No, it feels wrong. I ca- feels I'm still weird. running 2020. Oh, t- 2020 was fantastic. I mean, not well, necessarily yeah. the content of the year, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the script, the illustration of yeah, yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. It was very aesthetically I, pleasing. It was, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. I didn't mind 2021 either. I really yeah. liked 2021. Mm, don't like 20. One. I think it's just no, too, it. too many twos. Too many twos in there. Yeah. It's nah, weird. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. <sighs> anyway, then we got that out of the way. Um, you can I see our faces, system. everyone. Um, this is a video hello, hello. podcast. Also, it's an audio podcast, but it's video as well because yes, it's a special one mm-hmm. today. You probably all could tell from the title. Um, we're doing listener stories. Listener Yay. stories. Oh, mm-hmm. listener stories are so... The listener story, or I was going to say episodes, yeah. but the one listener story episode that we've already done was mm. so much fun. Yeah, I loved um, it. It was our Halloween episode, which is available on YouTube to, yep. for everyone to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then the one other video that we've done was uh, our Christmas video, yep. which is for Patreons only. So, mm. yeah, you're very lucky that you can watch this. Yeah, <laughs> even yeah. If, even though you're not a Patreon yeah, member. We'll do this for everyone. for everyone. Yeah, because it's all your stories. So, I, I mean, it only makes yeah. sense. Um, it makes sense. I'm so excited. We've had quite a lot of you send in some stories. So, we're really happy to read them out. We're always mm-hmm. taking them in because we want to do these episodes whenever we can. So, send them in to send them in. Bookymountainpodcast.gmail.com. Yes. This um, is something. I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just so excited to say this thing. Oh <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. It's so, such, that's so, such a bad habit um, of mine. It's just to oh, cut go people ahead. off. <laughs> it's extra exciting because Steph hasn't actually. So I was the person oh. to compile all the stories, yep. and Steph hasn't actually uh, read them or heard them. So we are both going to be reading them out. Yeah. Um, but I'm going in blind. I have yes, no idea what Steph I'm Steph is going in blind. So mm. I'm really excited to hear your reaction mm. to some of these stories. I feel like it's going to be like reading out in school, you know, and you'd have to read a paragraph from the textbook and you're trying not to fuck it up. Fuck it up. That's and your voice is shaking. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> 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 My voice is going to crack. <laughs> I'm so uh, nervous. No, that used really to happen to me. Oh, oh, you should be nervous. You should be nervous. <laughs> There's some pretty wild stories in there. Hell yeah. I'm yep. so fucking keen. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. There's one in particular that you are reading out that, mm. oh, I got goosebumps when I read through it for the first Ooh. time. So, okay. actually, I won't tell you which one it is and I'll maybe let Don't you Don't tell me, yeah, because I have no idea what's going well, yeah. on. Yeah. I've just yeah, got maybe... a Google Doc that's... Mm. At the end, you can guess which one it is. Yeah, I'll get. I'll guess which one it is. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. And yeah, I have some really exciting stories and spooky stories to tell as well. Um, but how about we get into some housekeeping stuff? Yeah. Before yep. we kind of get into our stories, because it is going to be quite a long episode um, this yeah. week because all Buckle the stories in. are quite long. Um, so let's whip through our housekeeping and then we maybe get to it. Yeah, for sure. So something that we need to mention just really quickly um, mm. is that we think that we haven't been receiving all of our reviews. Yeah, something's happening. I don't know what the fuck is going on. We're still trying to figure out the whole podcast world and yeah. we think we've signed up to everything. Mm. And, yeah, the, at, at some point it's kind of cut off where we think reviews should be coming through. So Yeah, it's really strange. We use a service called Podkite, which is supposed to, like, compile all our reviews from all our mm-hmm. podcasting platforms. Um, but for some reason it's actually only showing our Apple podcast reviews so if you've submitted mm. a review on a different platform i don't think we're able to see it right now and we're just mentioning it because we do like to read our reviews out 
yeah. on our episodes and we're not ignoring you. We just haven't been able to read them yeah. just yet. So, uh, yeah. Let us know. Let us yeah. know. Can you, if you want to DM us and let us know, like, you know, what platform you used it on and whatever your review was so we can actually go and search for it. Yeah. Or, or even just send us a screenshot because we, we definitely want to, you know, keep keep a flow going of all the reviews so they're not going to be read out, you know, like two months later or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just want to, you know, show our appreciation for leaving a review as yeah. well. So, and, yeah, if you send us a screenshot or just let us know what platform you are using, we can actually hit up the services or the podcast mm-hmm. uh, service and be like, hey, we're not receiving our reviews from, like, you know. Yeah, we've people, actually got so. proof. <laughs> yeah, and then it can be sorted. So, yeah, we, we're sorry if we haven't read out your review. We'll get there. Yet. We'll yeah. get there eventually, yeah. And then also we got some really exciting stuff coming up already. It's, we're like a few days into the new year and yeah. there's so many exciting things happening only in this month already yeah. that we're sorting out. It's so exciting. We can't really say anything yet, but, yes. um, yeah, big it, things are happening. It's big really things. Cool. It mm. may involve... An interview, but that's mm. all we're gonna say. That's all we can mm-hmm. say. Can't say anything mm-hmm. else. It's yeah. very exciting. So it's a yeah, it's a big one. So Spooky Mountain is theme rolling. Ahead oh yeah, and very excited to see what the hell is gonna happen at the end of the year if this is only oh, January. Oh yeah, the world is going <laughs> to implode. <laughs> um, yeah, is that all our housekeeping done? Did we just a- smash through that? That was really quick. Yeah, that was, that was good. <laughs> What did you do for your New Year's? Did you do anything fun? Oh, mama. I uh, <laughs> Oh, I just had such a wild New Year's. Nah. What? I oh, I, I didn't I didn't I had the opposite. Exactly. I, I had the total opposite. I it was just me and my partner at home yep. with our baby asleep. Yeah. We bought a couple of bottles of bubbly yep. and he played his computer for most of the night and that I watched great. Sex in the City for most of my yeah. night until it was like 10 to 12 mm. and then we're you like, thought, oh. we should probably congregate. And- yeah, yeah, <laughs> come together and like eat some cheese and pour oh, a glass yeah, of bubbly. Yeah. And But honestly, that's kind of just what I wanted. Yeah. We, we were thinking about camping. but Oh, nice. Which would be really nice. I love camping, but I've mm. never camped with our daughter before oh, since yeah. having her i don't know how the fuck i would oh make God. it work and she's just such a firecracker that yeah she could just open the tent and just go for exactly. a little run in the middle of the night oh my yes. god that's and so then scary. just like if we're camping near water it's like i gotta mm. constantly like i would be watching her anyway but constantly making sure that she doesn't get into the yeah. water and then just it's just a bit- jesus that's so true i didn't even think of that Bit well, too it high sounds good. I think everyone yeah. had the same kind of New Year's planned. Yeah. Like even for me, it was really mm. chill. We just went to a friend's and, yeah, we, we hung out, played some board games. We all got really wasted. Oh, that's fine. It was great. Fun. It was only like a few of us and then went to the park down the road. It was, there was heaps of locals that were just setting off fireworks and, um. Yeah, that's fun. That's really nice when it's kind of like wild it was really but nice. small. Yeah, it was good. It was only five of us and oh, we had yeah. so much fun. We just talked heaps of shit. Oh, that's uh, great. Got really drunk, um, made cocktails and Ooh, what yeah. kind of cocktails were you drinking? Um, mango and <gasps> strawberry daiquiris. Oh fuck yeah. And then gin and tonics as well. So oh, nothing yeah. On too the gin fancy, and tonics. but they were fucking delicious. Because it was yeah. so hot. Like oh, my it was God, so it was hot. fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. It was hot. It was we made um pina coladas i've never even had a pina colada in my life and then oh really yeah never had one and then out of the blue i was like we should make pina coladas Mm. for for new year's and so um went out and bought like really good ingredients Mm. and you know white rum and Mm. everything all the fancy garnishes and shit and i had no oh i didn't even have one i didn't even have one on the night but i bought the stuff (laughs) I had pina coladas yeah. the next day. But, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for breakfast. You know. For breakfast, pe- <laughs> bre- brekkie penis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, on the night it was just a couple of glasses of bubbly and that's it. Yeah. But it was fucking hot, wasn't it? It was Yeah, it was so really gross. Hot. In the day I pretty much, yeah, it was really hot in the day actually. I just 
because we got a sprinkler now. So I've literally nice. just been in my underpants every day in the Fuck backyard yeah. with the sprinkler on, just weeding. And I'm that's why I'm yeah. so burnt. Like I, I've got this. Like, you can't really see because I've got like <laughs> this filter on, but like my back and my arms. Like I'm gonna go brown in like a day oh yeah um but my today i just topped it off because yesterday even went to the mm. beach and then right we so went out to the central oh, fuck i'm i've yeah. done a my back is a whole different type of um it's going to be very brown and the rest will be like kind of brown oh yeah you know it's that like, was the spot that was like full yeah it's, sun it's exposure. Just sun, and then even just this afternoon i was like you know what? i'm just gonna go out in the sun and just fucking chop all the lavender bushes up and you know do all the hedging and i just realized the whole time my back is against the sun just cooking and i'm like oh, i can feel it crisping fuck. yeah because you, you tend pretty fast don't you i tend very fast it's yeah. crazy like i'll be mm. so burnt and i was like oh my god you're gonna be a beetroot for like a week I'm like, I literally just watch. Days, I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, I am the total opposite. I oh. have like my European mm. um, family skin, mm. not the beautiful olive mm. indigenous yeah. fucking like <laughs> glow. I've got like the flaky pasty. Oh, the paste pasty. The pasty. Beautiful yeah. though. Like I love Ooh, no. like really. <laughs> I mean, look when you. I understand when you get like burnt. Yeah, fucked. And like my mum is very Scottish, very very white. But then when she gets burnt, she goes red and then just freckles. So it looks like a tan because she has that many freckles because she loves. Oh yeah, this was my next point. This is exactly what I was gonna say. Like I go so pink and red, Mm. and then I peel like nothing else. I peel so much, and then. My freckles literally, and I know this is kind of like a funny thing to say, but it's true. It happens. My freckles join together. Yeah. And I get brown, like just brown on my shoulders because I'm literally just covered in freckles, like from head to toe. I've got so many freckles. And so they just get really, really dark. Mm. So that's my tan is just my freckles joining together. Yeah, just become one giant freckle. Giant freckle, yeah. You can trick everyone to thinking you've got a hectic tan. You're like, I just wish. one freckle. I fucking wish. Have you? <laughs> you know what? Have you ever heard of people injecting themselves to get tans? I have someone very close to me. Me too. Does oh, it? Oh. <laughs> 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 it's the first time I heard of it only like a few months ago. And I was like, please tell what? me you're joking. I, but it's a real thing. It is. A, it is. Someone very close to me does it as well. Yeah. Mm. She mm. Um, would inject herself in the ass. Mm. <laughs> I think it was in the ass. Mm. Um, but she had to stop because she was getting like chronic headaches every day. Oh, well, there you go. Which, yeah. you know, it's, but she. It's not good for you. It's I not, mean, look, hey, this sounds not good for me either, but I'm getting something like i'm in the sun for a reason you know (laughs) this is the thing like you inject yourself with this tanning shit it's not like you're not i don't even i haven't even asked you any questions about it because i'm just like i'm my brain's shutting off now like this is fucking weird yeah it's weird it like triggers um melanin not uh melatonin uh melanin 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 melatonin is a the sleep one right I think is a sleep one and melanin the, is, uh, is the skin one. Yeah. It triggers yeah. like melanin production in mm. your skin, but you still need to be in the sun. You still need to go out into the sun for like 20 minutes, half an hour. So oh. you're still getting that like sun damage in the, you know, mm. like the, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's very, it sounds a bit scary to me. I might also just mention, cause I just forgot my cat is literally behind me. So I'm sure. Is it Ernie can... or Barnaby? This is um, that's Barnaby. So Barnaby. he's a small. Oh, he's a small one. little petite man. A small boy. A little petite man cat. Um, little boy. The big boy Ernie's. We probably won't see him. He's probably okay. asleep waiting. But yeah, that's who's in the background. So if we see a big white cloud floating around, it's yeah. just Steph's cat. Yeah, just like <laughs> eyes glowing in the background. Yeah, like yeah, that does sometimes happen when it I'm does. like watching you when we're recording. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> yeah, it definitely happens. 
All right, I reckon we should yeah. stop chit-chatting because we've got a long episode ahead of us and oh, I'm yeah. so excited to see Steph's reactions to, to these oh my stories. God. Me too. Jesus. All right. So we're going to take it in turns and Steph's up first. And okay. So here we go. All right. Well, our <laughs> very first one, so this is actually from Meg. So Meg's a long-time listener. She's got the um, – she has an Instagram page called Under the Lotus, so definitely – Oh, yeah. She has awesome ceramics. Pottery. Yeah, and, she's a pottery genius. Uh, yeah, yeah. She makes awesome shit. Yeah. So she sent in a story, which I'm going to read out. So um, I never thought I'd have one, as I know the people who built my house and there have never been a death recorded on the property. However, living on stolen land, that can't be assured. Mm. Just over a year ago, my partner was being woken in the night to someone yelling his name. He's not a deep sleeper and I have a sleep talking habit. So he blamed the children and me even though he's and me even though he swore it was a man's voice. Okay, so, you know. I hope this isn't too hard to read out after you've like because you've never read them before. No, but no, I've, I've made sure that all the stories are as easy to, as possible to Yeah, bear with us everyone. Yeah. This is gonna be <laughs> a few things here. We haven't done a lot of proofreading on these. Um I started experiencing the most awful violent nightmares despite being on medication that sedates me heavily and is designed to prevent dreaming to dampen my PTSD symptoms. However, these were not PTSD dreams, very different. We ignored it, figured it was just nothing or Mercury, Re Mercury Renegade or something. My mood was messed up from the nightmares and my partner was messed up from being woken up by someone yelling his name. So it was not a happy house. Mm, very my intense. <laughs> my six-year-old kept complaining that her brother was jumping on the top bunk all night and mm. waking her up. But he denied it. I believed him because... He's the kid that sleeps like the dead. Mm. <laughs> then one afternoon, as I napped alone, naps are life, fight me, that's in brackets. I <laughs> <laughs> agree. Um, I woke up suddenly as I felt what seemed like being smacked in the face with a board. Uh -huh. Okay. My nose was bleeding and my head hurt so badly. But then I was scared. Nothing like a blow to the face to really make you notice. Oh, also, yeah. clearly, this was getting stronger. Being the little hippie witch I am, <laughs> we went straight to the occult store and bought some rocks, <laughs> incense, and anything I could think of. I painted protective sigils. Sigils? Sigils. 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 Christ, you can tell I'm not. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing sigils. great, honey. <laughs> <clears throat> painted <laughs> protective sigils on our door, on our mattress, and spent the rest of the day doing cleansing and protective ritual through our home. Fucking exhausting. Yeah. But after that, everything calmed down. So weird apart, my partner never remembers this. Mm. It not only went on for months, but he drove me to buy the cleansing supplies I didn't have on hand and watch the kids mm. while I did my rituals. <clears throat> I've mm. spoken about it often with friends and family and even with my partner and every single time it takes several minutes and a lot of information for my partner, partner to remember this incident. I've looked into it and it can be common for people not to remember completely until very reminded Anyway, I've been meaning to send this to you for ages. Love you both and hang out every Wednesday. Thanks, Meg. Thanks, That's Meg. fucking creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> it is creepy, but we've definitely started off with, like, one of the mm. mildest of the stories. Mm. I'm not trying to downplay, like, Meg's experience. freaking out, warming us oh, up yeah. perfectly for the storm. Yeah. That's really unnerving. It's unnerving. That's the thing is that she had a nosebleed from That's the whack across up. the face. So yeah. there's like that physical um I wonder if she had like reaction. a handprint as well. Across you know some people have like the handprints. That would be so scary. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't even imagine being like hit like woken up I know. to that Mac. That's fucking creepy. That would 
be so terrifying because I'm mm. presuming it's kind of like nighttime or in the dark well, as well. Yeah. Oh, well, she was nap, asleep. I, when you say nap, I assume day. Oh, nap. So it was nap. probably it wasn't in the day. Nighttime yeah, yeah. sleep. Yep. yep night okay. Naps. Oh, that would. <laughs> <laughs> that would be even worse, I reckon. Yeah, I think I'd be more scared because you'd expect creepy shit at night. You know, oh, like yeah. Like when it's in the day. And you would think there's someone in your room as mm, well because you've true. just been hit across the face and it's dark and you can't see what the fuck's going on, you know. Mm. But, yeah, Meg, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> and I'm assuming you're still there, so that's really scary. Well, I'm yes. glad it's gone, but still also... Oh, yeah. You know, keep your sigils, seagulls. You see your seagulls? Keep your seagulls keep in your line, seagulls love. seagulls in check, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to move on to my first story, and this is from a person named Tara. Um, and All I actually right. know Tara personally. And mm-hmm. Tara is a very – she's a quite spiritual person anyway. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, this story definitely kind of left me a bit like, oh, my God, oh, no. what the fuck? Okay. So this story I'm about to tell you, I promise, is 100% true and occurred over a period of exactly three days. Hmm. I was about six years old and in grade one. The year was 1994 and one night I was laying in my parents' bed and my father, he was working night shift, while it was just my mother and I in bed. My mother was asleep. Her bedroom door was open and I could see out into our lounge room. And suddenly a very eerie feeling came over me. And then I saw what I assumed to be an apparition of what I can only describe as a ghost of a clown in an olden style beige jumpsuit with with big red spots all over. Oh, okay. Hang on a second. This is the second fucking story. What is going on? That is so funny. I don't even think clowns are that scary, but (laughs) I don't think a clown ghost looks like I know. I'm I'm not like your typical scared of ghost type, but they can be quite creepy. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, continue. This is yeah. I'm, this is pretty intense story. Oh my so, god! <laughs> the clown was tall and skinny and had a matching long pointed hat with a red pom pom on top. It was levitating above the mm. lounge with mm-hmm. one arm bent, hand on his head, and the other arm bent with his hand on his hip looking intently at me. I recall feeling quite scared and it was there for a while as I lay motionless and terrified. Then it disappeared in an instant. Then in our back room of our house, we had an Mm. old pianola and a single note was played. Just a... A pianola? A pianola. I'm, I'm presuming... I should have Fancy Googled piano? it. I'm yeah. guessing it's just like a, a small piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny or a piano. type of a type of piano. I'm thinking fancy piano, tiny piano. I'm thinking tiny, but could be a fancy tiny piano, maybe. Piano and <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. It's just a fancy piano. Okay, so the next night, I reluctantly had to sleep in my own room. Hmm. My door was open and from my room I could see our hallway that led from my room down into our kitchen. Hmm. I was wide awake looking down the hallway and unsurprisingly I felt scared to be alone. I don't remember it showing up but I remember the events that occurred next. Another clown was standing at the end of the hallway (laughs) in our kitchen. This one was like the other in a beige jumpsuit. So now we have two. The beige jumpsuit throws me. I know. It almost makes me feel like it's a black and white film or like an old style creepy film about clowns. It's like a janitor fucking clown or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or the clown from, oh, you may not have seen it, Um, the clown from American Horror Story. Uh, 
Mm. I forget his name. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, fuck. I haven't seen that season. Is that the Freak Show one? Freak Show. Yes, the Freak Show one. He's missing, like, part of his face and he kills people. So that's kind of what this is reminding me of a little bit. I'm scared. So... This one was much shorter and quite large with big black spots. I'm not sure how long it was standing there before it proceeded to run with its feet pointing outwards, hopping on one foot to the other, running up the hallway to my bed. I covered my head with the blanket and that is all I can remember of this night. So the running, it's the fucking running. That got me for this with this that story. Is so disgusting. I know <laughs> that description I know. is fucking disgusting. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, I was standing in front of my dressing table, which had a huge mirror. I was brushing my hair, and in the reflection behind me was my wardrobe and my bedroom door. Inside the wardrobe, whilst looking in the reflection, I could no, see. The same clown from the following night standing inside my wardrobe, staring from right behind me. I panicked and turned around to find nothing but clothes. I returned back to the mirror to find him still staring at me and once again turned around to find him gone. I did this one more time and when I turned back to look in my wardrobe, he was there standing right there looking at me face to face. (laughs) I remember being scared, but I also remember feeling an odd sense of calmness, which I was surprised to to read. I didn't Mm. think that's what she would have felt. Mm. Uh, My mother walked through my door and I turned my attention to her in a panic state and Mm. looked back to the wardrobe to find the clown gone once again. Mm. This was, yeah, so it's gone now. This was the only time I ever saw these clowns and to this day I'm still not quite sure what it was or what it meant, but I, uh, what it meant, but have had many theories over the years. I went to school that day and told these events to the other kids at school for Newsday, mm. uh, for, for news as it was Newsday. Okay. I received an award for interesting news, which I still have to this day. And from that moment, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was always looked at as the weird girl in school. Oh. Yep. So uh, that's <laughs> that's really really scary because I, I don't. I'd be so nervous that this clown's is going to come back. I mean, I wonder if it's the uh, if she still goes back to that house or if that house well, has had any other weird things. I know. I did ask her a few questions, but she didn't quite get back to me um, mm. Mm. about them. So if she, if she does get back, I'll definitely report in like future episodes. Please do. Yeah, yeah. I want to know like if anyone else has had things like that in the happened. house, or if it's yeah. just something. Yeah, maybe it's just following you which Her around I... this is the thing like i say she's a pretty spiritual person but it is almost mm. like she attracts shit like right okay um things follow yeah her. one of know. those people yeah yeah i mean i did ask her yeah i'll definitely get back once she does reply um but yeah i asked mm. her like what her theories are on like where they came from or what they were doing mm-hmm. there and i was like do you think that maybe there was an old circus in the area, which I don't think that oh my God. would be the cause of something That's like so this. That's so creepy, yeah. Is there a clown buried under your house? I don't know. Um, or is it just, like, trying to trick you into – because it's a clown, happy clown. Maybe he used to it's... live there. Maybe there was a man that lived there who used to dress as a clown when he oh. was a clown. <laughs> and he's just trying to entertain you. you he's know? just trying to make you laugh, Tara. Yeah, he's like, why aren't you laughing? <laughs> yeah, that's why he keeps on coming back. Just to, it's like, why isn't she laughing? Oh, my God, that is so fucked up. That I is know. so scary. I know. How fucked up oh, is that? Imagine God, okay. se- you've seen some pretty fucked up ghost shit. Imagine yeah, seeing like a clown. Like a clown is really – like I've only seen – like silhouette stuff, nothing like yeah. in color, like mm. put it that way. Um, so that's really it's quite that. different. Yeah, I, I feel like 
I mean, I have seen a lot of ghosts, but I feel like mm. it makes it so much more real if you're actually seeing, you know, their facial features and what mm. they're wearing and everything like that. Like that's that yeah. really fucking scares me. Oh, imagine if you saw it like smile at you. <laughs> Or, but I mean, the yeah. hot running dancing thing was pretty terrifying anyway. So that's really creepy. And how old was she again? She was, I think, six. Yeah, she was six. Oh, so that's so young. I know. To remember something like that is really scary. Very scary. Very scary. Mm, and I don't think I, I was really. I didn't really see clowns that much at that age either. No, like, she really because you know. and I are pretty much the same age, and so she's only like a couple of years older than us. So it's not like mm-hmm. it's a whole different time where clowns were super, you know, common yeah. or whatever. You know, and I don't think but, many people had clowns at birthday parties. I no, think it not at really all. A thing. No yeah. way. No, no, no way. But yeah, I really liked that one. I thought that was a great story. That's very fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, move on to the next one. This is Skittle's story. Okay, let's. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. Oh, it's because I'm sorry to put you on this. No, no, I love this. I like being nervous. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Skittle, let's get into it. I have some paranormal thing to tell you, but I don't know if just a message can do it justice. When I was eight years old, we lived on a cul de sac. And around the time, uh, around the same time, my auntie had just passed. One day, not long after she had passed, I was walking to the end of my road and I was bawling my eyes out. But then something that my aunt said to me came into my mind, which was, I'll appear like a blanket over the sky and that's how you know I'll be looking out for you. At the end of my street, I looked up to the sky while I was crying and all of a sudden it was like someone waved a colourful sheet over the sky. I don't know why or how it happened, but it did. Another part of the story is that my nan always saw herself as a white witch. One day at the local high school, which is the one I attended, me and my friend went into the girls' bathroom paid for some tampons, and we could go and throw them at boys in the school. (laughs) (laughs) After the end of the day, I walked home where I was living with my nan at the time, and when I got in the door, my nan said to me, Jody said you got into trouble today. She said you got some women's women's feminine products and threw them at the boys. I was shocked because the school did not have her number. They didn't know how to reach her ever. But Jody, the person she mentioned, was a child she had lost years ago. And she told me detail for detail what I did that day and why she was concerned and embarrassed for me. That's fucking weird. It's fucking weird, yeah. Another thing I've experienced was my granddad died when I was eight months old and around the same time I used to talk all the time about an imaginary friend I had. When I was four, I saw a picture of my granddad and started screaming, Mom, Mom, that's my imaginary friend. And I have a lot more, but I can only explain if I could talk to you. It's much too hype. <laughs> it's too much of time, yeah. So I think we'll have to, yeah, once we get the whole interview thing out of the way, I mean, it, that sounds we'll fucking sick. Hit Skittle back up for sure. Skittle, that's really creepy. Um, the sec, the first one's really nice. I it's really nice. like that. Oh, it's such a um, kind of feeling of presence of people yeah, that you've that's, lost. You that know? one's really nice. And then I got scared by the second one. Uh, yeah, it's a bit creepy. Um, I really liked yeah. those because they weren't like super, super yeah spooky it is kind of like not spooky it's just like oh my gosh wow like these things yeah these things do happen like Mm. oh yeah um, for sure just having family kind of coming into your life and oh yeah giving you little signs here and there yeah definitely really nice yeah i i I for sure like stories that give you a feeling that like when you when it's your time to go it's not forever 
Yeah. And, you know, there's people still kind of, like, watching you yeah. and still with you, you know. Yeah. So that, I really I like, like that, that story. Well, there's yeah. a few stories. That was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Skittle, we'll definitely have to hit you up down the track and get sure. some. Get your other stories. Yeah, our next listener episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, it's my turn now for my next story. And this one is very special. Um, it's a bit of a longer one and it's kind of like a compilation of a mm. few different stories in one. Awesome. And we're going to keep this person anonymous. But at the end of this story, I've just got some stuff to explain about this person. Okay. You'll understand when I tell you. Okay, (laughs) all right. (laughs) My mother and I had always been extremely close. And uh, to most, she would appear very conservative, Christian and a skeptic of anything that wasn't factual or able to be proved uh, by science, despite her Christianity, which may seem contradictory, I know. She and I, however, had a penchant for watching very scary supernatural movies together, uh, likewise sharing scary books, especially Stephen King. Uh, my mum shared several experiences with me that she witnessed in her own home. And the first one is that after my dad died in the 1990s uh, and now living alone after his death, mum had the repeated feeling of a person sitting on the bed that she shared with dad, feeling the mattress sag under a weight. Mm. After this happened several times and just knowing that it was my dad, Jack, she moved out of that room permanently and into my old childhood bed uh bedroom after about a uh about a year after her own mother died and now Mm. still in my own childhood single bedroom mum woke up needing to go to the bathroom one night uh about midnight and without turning on a light but having enough natural light in the room from the moon when she sat up she could see the apparition of her Uh, she could see the apparition of her own mother standing before her and watching her from the door frame. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Still needing to just, (laughs) which is pretty, I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't know. Just your dead mother staring at you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I can't imagine myself in that position. Like, would I be, you'd be scared, but also, I don't know. But happy, comforted, yeah. Comforted, yeah. In a strange way. (laughs) Mm. So still needing to just really pee, she Mm -hmm. closed her eyes uh, as she walked through the doorway and through the apparition of her mother, (laughs) she felt an extreme feeling of change in temperature as she passed through her. So my mum died unexpectedly in 2000. So this is kind of the person that we've been you know, talking yeah. about. Her mother died in 2000. Uh, although my sister and I had seen my mother two days before, after the funeral, we felt we need uh, we needed to visit a psychic, perhaps for closure, mm-hmm. maybe for some comfort, even though seeking out a psychic wasn't something we usually did. Yeah. We contacted a well-known psychic located three hours away and made an appointment mm. for the day after mum's funeral. Yeah. The psychic was given no names or fed no information prior to the appointments. I went in first and I only offered her the information that mum had just passed. Colleen the psychic held onto a piece of jewellery of mine, which was actually a ring of mum's. Mm-hmm. And this is what came out of my reading. Your mum is holding hands with John and Myrtle. So John is my late dad who died in the 90s. However, everyone knew him as Jack. So huh. this is who weird, this, the older lady uh, was feeling sitting on the bed. Wow. And that's why she had to change rooms because she felt someone sitting on the bed yeah. and she knew it was Jack. Um, my late grandmother, my mum's mum, was Agnes Myrtle. Mm-hmm. However, she was known as Trixie. 
two mm. people who went by names vastly different to their birth names, yet the psychic picked this up straight away. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. The psychic also said, your mom felt weird without her earrings, but she was glad with what you did with them. Mum always, without a doubt, wore earrings. I had given her a pair of gold Euro ball earrings probably a year or two before she passed away. Mm-hmm. My mum and my daughter were extremely close. I believe my mum's favourite person ever was my daughter. Mm-hmm. After mum passed, my siblings and I were called to the hospital to say our goodbyes. A nurse asked me to remove her jewellery at the time. I removed the Euroball earrings and two days later, it was my daughter's birthday, I cleaned the earrings up and gave them to her as a gift from her grandmother who had passed away. Something else that was passed on in this reading was... Your mum liked the cream suit that you chose for her funeral. Hmm. My sister and I picked a lovely skirt and jacket uh, that mum had only worn once. It was cream, an unusual colour for my mum to wear, but she looked beautiful in it. Hmm. One of the most surprising things that Colleen the psychic told me was, your mum wants to know what happened to her bra. So... (laughs) (laughs) We engaged a white lady funeral home, uh, white lady funeral homes to organize Mm. mum's funeral. A representative came to mum's house to collect clothes for mum to wear in her casket. My sister and I chose the cream suit and everything else that was needed, but we searched and searched mum's wardrobe and couldn't find any bras anywhere. No way. (laughs) The yes. He picked it up on that. Yeah. How <laughs> just like amazing. <laughs> now, mum was ultra conservative. Not only did she wear a bra all the time, every single mm. day, but usually stockings and a petticoat too. Oh, wow. She, yeah. yeah mm. She got cremated without a bra because mm. we couldn't find one. It wasn't until after the funeral we were going through her cupboard deciding on what clothes to donate and what to keep when seemingly out of nowhere her bras dropped to my feet. We still don't know how this happened, especially considering we looked for so long to find these bras before her cremation. Uh, Years after my mum passed, my daughter and I were having a late movie night by ourselves when suddenly we could smell a strong odour of cigarette smoke. This freaked us out a bit because uh, my mum was a heavy smoker and occasionally we've smelt this phantom cigarette smell in places that it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And we have always put it down to my mum being present. Mm -hmm. Then after the smoke smell, we both heard something really strange. It was melodic and soft music playing from a different area in the house. We started searching for the source of the sound and we followed it into my bedroom and then into my wardrobe. Mm. I pulled out what was making this beautiful song. It was a champagne bottle music box that belonged to my mum that was gifted to her and my dad on their wedding day. The bottle has a glass dome inside and inside the dome are two small wedding figurines, one male, one Mm. female, and when you wind it up, a song plays and the couple Mm. dance together to a waltz song. The bottle has two mechanisms, a winder underneath and a switch to start. Right. The figurines were dancing to the music that was playing from the bottle despite the fact there was no one else in the house other than me and my daughter, Hmm. no one at all who could have wound up the bottle and turned on the switch or even had known that it was in my cupboard. Yeah. After all this happened, we were pretty flustered and spooked. But what 
we then discovered after just settling back down again after all this mm. happened was that around the same time the music had started and we smelt the smoke the clock had ticked over to midnight <clears throat> and it was now <clears throat> it was now my mum's anniversary of death Oh. The bottle has not played on its own before or since. So she's saying that it all happened around midnight and then when right. it ticked over to the next day, it was her mother's, like, death anniversary. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's that story. That so... <clears throat> I... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, very I... interesting. No. Yeah. So... That that's the end of the story, but I have to explain a little bit about that story. Okay. That is from my mother. That's from my mum. She, uh, that's her story. So her daughter that oh. she's talking about is me. Um and oh my god and Jack I didn't even pick, Jack, I remember yeah, yeah yeah Jack and like her mother oh that she spoke about that's my mm -hmm. grandmother. And so I was there when we like wow. smoked the smoke and the music box went off and I got the earrings from my grandmother yeah. when she passed away. So yeah, I I was bugging mum to um yeah, I to submit that like, story, you know. That's a really really nice story. It's very nice. Another confirmation of mm -hmm. weird shit on the other side yeah. happening, you know. Yeah. I, I really liked what the psychic was saying, just like mm. how specific that is. I've very specific one, but I really, that was really interesting. Very interesting. My mum still has, because mm. Colleen, because I've been to Colleen as well. I went to Colleen like mm. a few years ago um, and she writes out all her readings and my yep. mum still has like everything all written, uh, wow. like her sheets of paper still. So I'll take some photos and we can yeah. post it on um on social media and stuff. And I also have photos mm -hmm. of the music um like a bottle oh, as yeah. well Let's... and a video of the sound that it plays. So we can that's post a great that idea as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but um, it is hard to imagine it, but that's. Very... It's hard to imagine. I've never seen a music box like this before. It's literally like a sh like a bottle, almost like a bottle. It's tall. It's like mm. I don't know, maybe like forty five centimeters tall, mm -hmm. and it's got this little dome, and this it's the most beautiful wow. thing. But yeah, we'll post a video so people can That's... see what it's like. Yeah. Okay, that was a great little turnaround little i did diddly. not expect that at all <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome oh my god oh that was really nice it's nice isn't it yeah so we got what's the last one we've got here i thought we were just gonna have the longest episode um, yeah i know i'm looking at the time now as well this might be one of our shortest ones yeah it's, just, it's so hard to tell it's so hard to tell i think it's because we were quite tame at the start as well we're like let's just get into get it, straight so. into the stories yeah so sorry about the lie everyone but you know sorry it might be a bit shorter than we thought <clears throat> that's okay sometimes you just need something shorter you know that's it i don't know <laughs> Well, this one to end the night on mm -hmm. is Jubilee's story. So thanks for sending this in, Jubilee. Hopefully I don't butcher it. Um, so it was 2011 or 2012 when a friend of mine bought tickets for me and the person I was seeing to go to the quarantine station in Manly. Now, if you're not sure what the quarantine station is, I think me and Jordy have mentioned this before in mm -hmm. the past it's like it's like a haunted location it's got like a yeah. crazy history and stuff in sydney it's like yeah. a very popular ghost oh, place yeah. to go to and weddings of course oh, but, of course yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful um yeah so i was seeing to go to the quarantine station in manly i had no idea what it was and i felt awful saying no as she'd covered the cost of them mm. so the night of the visit rolls around and I'm off my freaking tits, high as a kite, <laughs> <laughs> which way back then I pretty much was every day. Now we get as far as the car park, uh, as parking our cars, which is way up the top of the location. I looked at the person I'm dating I, and I said to them, 
we need to leave. They proceeded to hand me a joint to calm my nerves. Now, I'll, inter- I'll interject the story quickly by saying I've struggled with spirit my entire life. My earliest friend was a little spirit boy named Aiken. He lived next door where, ironically, my parents bought that land and built onto, which has an array of other stories, let me tell you. So back to the car at the quarantine station, I take a puff and we get out to, the, we get out to start heading to the tour. We are all asked to get into a minivan that takes us all down to where the station is. Now, there were two other groups we had never met before also on the tour. We jump on the bus and I look back over to my lover and I say, I think this is a really bad idea. We can't go down there. Again, they calm my nerves. We head down on the bus. Once we all get off, we are asked to gather around so the tour guide can do a talk of some sort. It was at this point that I started to really burn up. I figured it was the weed. Perhaps I'd had a bit too much. So I ask where the bathrooms are and head over so that that I can wash my face and pat down my arms and legs with water. And this is where shit started to get all a bit too much. I felt a pressure on my body, but it wasn't enough to lead me to believe anything strange was happening. I walked back out of the bathroom and my partner asked if I'm feeling better. And I was for about a minute. Suddenly, I'm seriously burning up again. When I say burning up, I mean to say if you're standing by a fire, like right up next to it, and you can feel that heat pulsating over your skin in waves. That's crazy. Mm. So anyway, I head back to the bathroom and repeat what I did before. However, the pressure I was feeling became quite noticeable. I head back out again to the group and that's when shit got seriously real. I look at my lover and I, and they're asking me if I'm okay, if I'm okay now. I didn't really hear anything. I felt an intense blast of heat while I was in front of the five or six people I was with, um, within the group plus the guide. And then I was forcibly thrown back about four meters by an invisible force. A lot of meters to be thrown back. That is crazy. Yeah. I remember hitting the ground and my body felt like it was on fire. In my mind's eye, I saw the name John and saw hundreds of flowers. My partner raced over and when I came round and opened my eyes, they had this, I don't know, it was like a horrified look on their face. They told me that my eyes were completely black. <laughs> I sat up and I heard the group make kind of make kind of scared sounding noises. And when I looked at the group, the guide looked like he just saw a damn ghost. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> the tour itself had a lot of other paranormal paranormal activity, but nothing like what I had experienced arriving. From that tour, I wound up leaving with two scars, one of which I still have to this day. It was in one of the rooms that I put my hand on a metal bench when suddenly the top of my hand stung. And when I walked into the light, I had these relatively deep slashes. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, scary. That part of my hand hadn't even touched any part of the metal bench. Mm. Unfortunately, my story doesn't end here, however. Over the next few months after the tour, weird things would happen at my partner's house where I stayed almost every day. Our dogs would bark at the stairs. A friend of mine was pushed on the staircase and I was dragged down several of the stairs also. God, pretty um, physical shit. This is terrifying. Yeah. Um, Our relationship became very damaged and both of us wound up in a spiral of depression. By the end of it, a friend who was studying to be a priest came over for a visit and he offered to do something for me. He did what was an exorcism of some sort, a strange moment that me and my partner both shared together during the cleansing, was about five minutes in 
and we both at the same time let out a huge gasp of air. We didn't speak a word. A few months after going to the quarantine station, I called them up as they had mentioned that if we had any questions for them or wanted any experiences explained to us, just to contact them. So I called. I told them what happened and mentioned John and the flowers and I had been thrown back that night. The lady seemed very taken aback. She said, I'm sorry, we can't discuss that and hung up. After all this, I remember seeing my brother who had passed on his beautiful big eyes bobbing around. My late pop came to visit me a few times as well. His old man hat gave me uh, gave him away. I believe they came to check on me to make sure I was okay. It's over 10 years later and I've been invited back to the station several times, but I know I'm not welcome there. God knows why. <laughs> I think I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Like the quarantine, I've been to the quarantine station and I really felt very uncomfortable there. Yeah. Um, and this is very, very intense to happen. Very yeah. intense. This is why when I was like working out who was having what story, I was like, oh, Steph needs to have this, uh, <laughs> quarantine yeah. station because yeah, you, I mean, you've been with, there, you with, know. We've got to go again. I'll definitely yeah. do it again, but I'm not yeah. spending the fucking night, but I'll, you know, I'll do it. <laughs> we should definitely That's... stay the night. I know you want to stay the night. We should for I'm sure not... stay the night. I'll actually, well, look, we'll, 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 we'll will... talk about this off camera. I'm going to have a heart attack thinking about it. I know. you to stay the night. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm so scared just thinking about it. Oh, my God. It is yeah, it's terrifying. There are certain like this. This location is huge. It's and so huge. many different spots, and oh, there's yeah. a massive driveway um, that you go down a little mini bus, and there's so um, yeah. It seems like you're. I mean, if I had an experience like that, I don't think I'd go back either. No, at all. no, because I think it's I'd very, feel very unsafe. Very yeah, that's it. It's like mm. unsafe physical shit that's happening. She yeah. sent me a photo of her scars on oh. her hand that she got from the quarantine station. Oh, okay. They're very much visible and wow. still there. Okay. So, yeah, she... Okay. Cause, That's creepy, yeah. Yeah, when something is able to kind of hurt you in that way. Yeah, like leaving a mark on you or like having a f like some sort of force is, is really yeah, scary. It is very scary. And yeah, being, oh, my God, thrown back. Four meters. Yeah, an invisible force. I don't and know even what in the house. Like having a friend been thrown down the stairs, and I know herself as well. Like I know. Yeah. Oh, I would get the fuck out of that house. Mm. I would not be staying in that house. Yeah. Although it's probably not even the house. It's it's probably something that. Um, right. Yeah. Followed them home from the yeah. quarantine station. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we should definitely uh, spend really... the night. Yeah. <laughs> we, will get, we will get to that. Yeah, point. we'll at least do a tour. We'll... Better. At least do a tour. <laughs> at least do a tour. <laughs> you know, I think we'll just need a few more um, listeners before I... <laughs> a few more Patreon followers. A few more Patreon. <laughs> Join us on Patreon. I want to get myself to spend the night because I'll literally be like... I'll be there with like the big stick in the corner, just yeah, like yeah. swinging. Like, <laughs> you can protect me. I'll protect <laughs> yeah. you. Um, oh, have the fucking GoPro and like a flashlight yeah. on my head at all times, like fluoro vest. Get all like Zach Bagans on us with like oh. the <laughs> the cameras on the chest and yeah, I I have a bulletproof vest on as well. I'm a bit looking oh, so yeah. ridiculous, but oh. you've got to be prepared, you know you. Know, as, as we just read, you just never know what the fucking yep. happened. I'm not getting thrown downstairs, that's for sure. Fuck no. no not getting scars, nothing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, yeah. can't, I can't believe, yeah, this is like an hour episode. Um, Thanks for sending it in, guys. Yeah, if thank you. You've got more. And if this is like, you know, tickled your fancy if you're listening and you're like, oh, my God, I've had something really similar to this or 
Yep. Anything, and you know what? It's not just ghost stories. It's we all love the stuff. UFO stories. We oh, like yeah. weird fucking shit that you can't explain. If you've yes. seen a bloody yowie, if you've seen a dog man, if you've seen a yep. you know, a frogman, dogman, frogman. Oh yeah. Whatever. I you would love to do like a UFO slash alien specific uh listener mm. story. Uh listener episode, mm. sorry. That would be yeah. wild. If you There are a few oh. people out there that I yes. know that have not sent it in yet. I know. I know you're listening. Yes. <laughs> We've got a few lingering around that definitely have UFO stories. Oh, yeah. Please send them yeah. in and we will love you forever because we just froth for the UFO stories. Oh, yeah. Frothy, yeah, yeah. frothy. Yeah. Send froth, them froth. in. Mm. Well, yeah. if, uh, if you want to find us on social media, we're yeah. Spooky Mountain Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, we should TikTok, 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 uh, and Twitter. But I've kind of been a bit slack with Twitter as well. I'm going to mention this again because we don't really mention it too much. But we do have a thing called Speak Pipe where you can oh, leave yeah. like a, a voice message if mm. you just want to say hi or like just leave like a little quick story. Yeah, we, we'll we'll play it on an episode. Yeah, so yeah. If, if you feel like that's a better way to communicate instead of writing it out, because I know you know you might not want to write it out so you can just yep. leave like it's just like a minute and a half recording or whatever so yeah. feel free to do that yeah too. yeah you can find that through our website so yeah um there's like on the a, contact us page yeah it's yeah. on the contact page and all you have to do is press a button and it'll take you easy. to the exact place that you need to go for that yeah and we do have a twitch but we haven't been yeah active on it yet but i think maybe we will be soon i think that's yes, something that I we'll start we'll doing do. soon Mm, mm. So, yeah, we really want to hear from you guys. We really hope that you've enjoyed another listener mm. episode. We love doing yeah. these. They're so much fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we'd love to do more. But, and Yeah. Yeah, good way to start the year. Yeah. My cats are going psycho. Oh, my God. <laughs> Making great. a guest appearance. <laughs> yeah, both of them are. Um, yeah. Hopefully uh, we get to hear some more stories soon and, yeah, I guess we'll be speaking to you guys next week. Yeah, we'll it. speak to you 2022. Yeah, baby. Yay, bye. <laughs> this episode of Spooky Mountain was created and recorded on land of the original custodians, the Gundungurra and Bidigal people. We pay respects to the past, present and emerging mob. My name is Geordie and I'm a proud Glenya woman. Thank you for listening.